0: And welcome to another installment of Booklist's Shelf Care Interview, an occasional conversation series where we get to talk with authors and artists about their books and, of course, libraries. I'm Sarah Hunter, editor of the Books for Youth and Graphic Novel section at Booklist. And I'm here today with Rumena Yi, the writer and artist behind the upcoming graphic novel, My Aunt is a Monster, which will be released on October 11th. Special thanks to Random House Children's Books for sponsoring this podcast. Rumena Yi is an illustrator, writer, and designer. Hailing from the dusty metropolis of Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, she is now based in Melbourne, Australia. She once was a STEM student, but left to pursue her passion for the world and all its histories and cultures, which she weaves into her art and stories. She is the co-founder of Unnamed, a comics collective that builds community and resources for visual literary creators in Southeast Asia. She is the author-illustrator of the gothic comics The World in Deeper Inspection, and the Eisner and McDuffie-nominated The Carpet Merchant of Constantinia. Seance Tea Party was her debut middle-grade graphic novel, and you can find her online at Ramena Yi on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, thanks for having me here. So tell us a little bit about My Aunt is a Monster. My Aunt is a Monster is
1: about this bookish girl, Sophia, who dreams of going on adventures just like the book of her favorite books, but a tragic accident leads her to An unexpected meeting with a reclusive, distant aunt she never knew existed. We used to be the world's greatest adventurer. Her name is Lady Waterin Harkin Wimsey. But Auntie Wimsy has a secret. It's in a title, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) She's literally a monster. So nobody in existence except Wimsey's assistant slash nanny knows about this secret and Wimsy has been hiding from the world for almost a decade, presumed to be dead. So one day, Auntie Wimsy finds out from the news that her arch nemesis, a certain pineapple-loving professor, has discovered a lost kingdom and it's the kingdom that Wimsy was last reported to be looking for. So Auntie Wimsy has no choice but to go out of her way to prevent her arch nemesis from digging deeper into the kingdom and secrets. And Safa gets to come along. So they have a lovely trip halfway around the world. And it's all nice and it's all great for Sophia. But of course, adventuring is not all fun and games. There are always going to be bad guys involved. And it turns out that it's not just Auntie Rimsey who's after the professor. Agents from the Bureau or Suspicious Intent are also hot on their trail. And Sophia unknowingly befriends one of those agents, Kibi, a moody teenager. And so begins this wacky, whimsical, strange and wondrous adventure full of uh, little details and little charming bits that I hope kids will like.
0: One thing I notice in your work a lot is your use of color. Your palettes are always so striking. How do you choose which colors to use in a a book?
1: Well, this is always a hard question for me to answer because the thing is I color intuitively. So unlike other parts of my process, I don't plan my colors beforehand beyond a vibe I'm going for and a wake blob in my head. I tend to use color as, compositional and emotional tools. So like, does the colour bring up the important subject matter? Does it convey the mood the story is going for at this point in time? That sort of thing.
0: So what inspires your art style?
1: Lots of things, actually. So for My Art is a Monster in Particular, I was looking at vintage retro illustration. Mm-hmm. As in golden books and the vintage Kellogg's serial character designs. Mm-hmm. And I also like elaborate, self indulgent, intricate art. Yeah, so it's the kind of style that animated movies and comics from France and Japan tend to have. So, Bright Story is the manga, and then for the animated films, that's the Wolf Walkers, Studio Ghibli films, and the revised cat.
0: I noticed that sort of like mid-century illustration style in this book a lot, and it's really validating to me as a reader <laughs> to hear that that is actually something you were thinking about when you were uh, when you were making the art for that. That's great. So you allude to a lot of different stories in the book since Sofia so adores reading. Uh, what were some of the books you had in mind when writing the book?
1: The Far Flung series by Paul Stewart and Chris Waddell, who mm-hmm. were the primary influences, particularly the Hugo Pappert book. Mm. The Mysterious Benedict Society was another one, but My Aunt's a Monster was originally a book for much older readers, mm. for adults. So it was also informed by cosy comedy books with really long names, like the Professor Eichfeldt series, by Alexander McCall Smith, the 100-year-old man who climbed out of the window and disappeared. The extraordinary journey of the fucker who got trapped in IKEA wardrobe. And yeah, I mean, (laughs) these names are like super long and (laughs) like, this is my favourite genre.
0: (laughs) You can see that in the in the titles of the the articles in Auntie Whimsy's magazine. The the names of the adventures are really elaborate. What are some under the radar comics that you wish more people knew about?
1: Mm, More French comics actually. Especially the ones that are really translated into English. Mm -hmm. So there's Beauty by Karaskoet and Hubert. Mm. And there's Golden Age, uh, the author's name escapes me, but it was published by First, Second, if I'm not wrong. Oh, okay, yeah. And there's also this really nice young adult graphic novel called Forte by Hugo Monon, uh, which is about this girl from Brazil who goes to music school in France, I think. And it's about her life there, which I really like. It's really sweet. And then there's also Floor and the Shooting Stars by Chantal Wanden Hoover, which was a bit older, so it stars this middle-aged single mom uh-huh. and her attempts to find love
0: again. <laughs> what are you typically drawn to in the books that you read for yourself?
1: I tend to get drawn to it, like really whimsical, really either is like either is a really whimsical really humorous books mm-hmm. something that is a bit more like magical realist more metaphorical or poetic so the common feature between them between those is that they indulge in like the magic
0: of the mundane I really like books like that too the magic of the mundane is like a nice sort of subgenre of <laughs> fantasy that I too am really drawn to I love it when books remind you to to find wonder in just everyday occurrences.
1: Yeah, uh, there's not really any magic in my unus is monster beyond the curse that mm-hmm. turned Auntie Rimsi into this creature. So, it's more about just teasing out the strange wonders that are already present in the world around us. A lot of the things that are featured in the book are also things that are actually things in real life. So, there's salt Lake, okay, and there's underwater jungles, like in the middle of the ocean, and you know, all those things, they are weird things. And I guess, like, one of the things that I wanted to inspire in readers is to have this passion and curiosity for the world around them
0: yeah that's a good note to end on inspiring curiosity and wonder in the world around you that's a good thing for books to do well that's all the time we have for today thank you so much romana for talking with me today about books and wonder and gratitude also for random house children's books for making this podcast possible hope you have something awesome to read next see you next time